Hey. Hi, Roja. Hi, Hamra. What's up? Uh, nothing much. You look good. Thank you. Thank I'm, you. I'm loving the blonde. Thanks. I like your purple hair, too. This is, this is weird. I think it's very on brand. We're meeting in person. Oh, yes, that too. <laughs> I, I've forgotten how to interact with people. It's... Just, yeah. Uh, dude, I feel like this is a first date. <laughs> how are we literally, gonna, literally. How are we going to do this podcast? I don't know. I think we'll stumble through it and then we'll eventually get back on track. Okay. So in yeah. three... Okay, hold on. Uh, you count down and I'll do the intro. Three, two, one. Hi, everyone, and welcome to After the Storm Season 2. This is Hamna. And this is Roha. And we are so excited to be back and recording for you all. Yeah, uh, that was a very long hibernation period. I think that was at least a year, if not more. Yeah. It's weird. Very strange. Also, like, I've been telling people this whole time that I'm a podcaster, uh, fully knowing I haven't recorded or released anything in a while. So that's fun. I, like, block from my memory that I'm a podcaster. I don't know. I don't know why. I, like, just forget. Dude, mine's on my LinkedIn. Whoa, I'm, like, trying to hide all traces of it as possible. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, can see, you can tell which one of us is more proud of the work we put in here. I'm proud of it. I just, I think we have opposing personalities. <laughs> That's like, I feel true. like I could, I could star in a movie and I'd like delete it off IMDb. Oh, you know what? Yes. Yes. That is very you. <laughs> I don't know why. I would be the extra that would have it everywhere. Like, oh my God, guys, <laughs> I'm in a movie. <laughs> um, I feel like I, this is like a little off tangent, but I think um, for me, I'm very like, I'm either super like, I want to show this everywhere or like I, I hide it completely. Like, you know my degree, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know where it is. Oh my God. Like, I haven't even taken it out from like the mailed envelope. Oh like my I God, got. Roha. I don't want to display it. I mean, I haven't displayed mine either, but I know where it is. I think it's under my bed. <laughs> oh my God. Your cat is just going to rip it up one day. I want him to. Wow. Okay. I see. I see. That's like very intentional there. Yeah, I'm just like saved a digital copy for like proof of education. <laughs> you know, so like when I try of to course. run for like prime minister of Pakistan, they don't go jolly degree, jolly degree. <laughs> Imagine calling up the University of Guelph for degree verification. Oh god. Yeah. Anyways, Going back on track, we are coming out of the first lockdown, sort of kind of going into the second one. So how yeah. have you been this uh, little while? Dude, I've like learned so much about myself. Like what? Um, <laughs> I am very angry. Oh, I already knew that. <laughs> but I did it. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about self-realizations. Yeah, like, wow. I mean, do I get angry? No. Oh, okay. But, like, I get the vibe. Yeah, I know. Like, I just, like, quarantine made me, like, blow over. Like, I just, I need to, like, tone it down. You know what? It's, like, when else is it going to happen? We're in the middle of a global pandemic. If you're going to get angry, if you're going to hulk out, do it now. Yeah, I just think, like, because I'm home all the time, it's just being, like, answerable to parents is weird. Oh, God, yeah. I feel like I'm 12. 
Yeah. In the year that we weren't recording, I moved away from home. was very excited. I was like, this is the start of my new life. I am an independent woman in downtown Toronto. Um, and then COVID happened. And guess who just moved back in with their parents? Nice. <laughs> See, I didn't mind living at home, but like, I would hardly be home. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't, I don't mind home. Home is cool, but like, you know, you need to need time out. Um, need to meet other people. You need to see your pals and all that fun stuff. I think so. I mean, shout out to all the Desi kids that are going through pandemic and lockdown right now. We feel your pain. You sound like diet diaspora Insta vloggers that are like. Oh my god, I feel so bad for these kids. You have it so bad. Like, bro, I'm one of them. No, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it. But like, this is my reality. It can't be our only trauma. It's one of them. Yeah, it's one of them. I get that. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, But yeah, what else did you do in quarantine? Um, I discovered that I could paint. You're um, so good. Thank you. All the so, mashallahs. Mashallahs. Yeah, I have a newfound hobby. I went through this phase where I was like, oh my God, uh, this is how I become famous. I'm going to monetize my art. And then I realized the second I do that, I'm going to ruin it for myself and I'm going to hate it forever. So, Guys, go on Humna's Instagram and like bid on her work. And then give her weird commissions like <laughs> feet paintings. <laughs> Stop! I think you'd make bank. Like, I'll sell feet pictures, not feet paintings. Like, no, imagine you, like, paint, like, your feet, but, like, adorned in henna and stuff. Like, I think there's a market for that. Maybe I'll test it out. Do it. I mean, you know what? I need the money, so... <laughs> gotta do your what masters you gotta do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What else? What else is popping? You know, this pandemic can be described in, like, two ways, right? Like, it starts off with, like, Tiger King. Yes. Like, there's that era of television. And, like, what's now? I mean... Like, what era are we in right now of, like, television? For me, it's Love Island season, baby. J-Love all the way. Ooh. Ooh. Roja has no idea what that means. No clue. Um, <laughs> if any of you out there listen to Love Island, please talk to me. Let's be friends. Not listen to. Watch. Whatever. Whatever. Ugh. I'm not Freudian used to talking. Slip. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's be friends, please. What do you like about Love Island? The drama. Oh, my God. So, okay. Uh, that's another thing that's changed, I think, since the last time we were recording. I never used to watch reality television. And then... I don't know what happened. Something in my brain shifted. And now I am obsessed with reality TV, but in particular, Love Island. I think there's a phenomenon, like, in terms of why people like reality television so much, especially now, I think it's because, A, we don't have anything to do. So, like, Mm -hmm. having a voyeuristic perspective on other people's life is so interesting. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, I know my life has gone to, like crap yeah i want to know what other people are doing yes right oh god yeah i think humans are also very like voyeuristic we are yeah as a species i think we definitely are what what else did you do in quarantine humna um oh i started watching my very first k-drama after many many years of people including roja and my sister telling me to watch k-dramas i'm finally all aboard the train and which one are you watching it's okay to not be okay 
if you haven't watched it please go watch it it's one absolutely one of my favorites um it's so good it is i'm really really enjoying it i'm about halfway through right now oh my god um lots of fun shout out shout out to all the k-drama stands out there i think shout out to all the k-dramas that have like that i absolutely just binged during quarantine <laughs> yeah <laughs> Watched Crash Landing on You, Eat the One Class, It's Okay Not to Be Okay, and I mean 10 others, but like all the Netflix K dramas are killing it. That's my recommendations are full of those now, ever since I started. It's okay. So. Yeah. Fun times, fun times. Um, what else happened since, I don't know, the last time we were on air? A lot. A lot has happened in the world that some serious conversations that we need to have which we will be having with the right experts involved and the right nuance i think so and i'm very excited to kind of unfold this season um Mm. i think today we're just gonna delve a little bit into what we're going to or what you can expect from us for the rest of this season and i'm very very excited for what we have so far and honestly this intro episode is more for us to kind of get to know each other again (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep saying that this feels like an awkward first date. I genuinely, um, I'm trying to get, hum- I'm trying to get to know Humna again after like all the couples counseling we've had. <laughs> I think there's gonna be a lot more coming up on yeah. this season too. Like, I think with each guest, we just explore parts of our friendship. Like mm-hmm. I think people think we're interviewing them. We're just getting people's perspective on us. A hundred percent. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of first dates. Uh, guess oh. guess what's something I did during this uh, COVID season? Not go on dates, I hope. In person, I went, I went on Rishta Zoom dates. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, everyone that watched Indian Matchmaking, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about the the horror, the trauma, the uh, oh god. I don't know what other words you want to use to describe it, but like just the sheer ridiculousness of that whole thing and then consider the fact that that is my life so we go from like whatsapp rishtas to zoom rishtas yeah it it has legitimately happened um so yeah everything you've seen on indian matchmaking is basically like a lot of it is is very much what was happening to me so my parents were putting me through the rishta process they know this rishta auntie nearby and was also it just like, like did you go on zoom family. and then like see six people at once and then you went on breakout rooms <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so much fun that would have been so much fun bro if there was a muslim like reality dating show i would 1000 percent be on there can we, um can we have one right like some i want some tv show to really tv company whatever network want, to do that i want mismatch but like on television yes yes um, I would I would throw myself into that. I think it would be a lot of fun. But yeah, so no, I went through like the matchmakers and they would, you know, send me these biodatas and, you know, I'm assuming there's a biodata of me that's floating out there. God knows what is on there or what pictures of me are on there. Um, but yeah, I was living my own version of the Netflix hit during which I would go on Zoom dates with people and their moms. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single Vrishta I've been set up with, um, none of these guys actually speak for themselves. All of them request their mama to be there. Uh, ask me how excited I am. I was about that. <laughs> oh, my God, no. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a thing. That was an experience. 
Um, you'll hear about it on, uh, not fully about it, not about the date, but the lead up to the date on one of our episodes this season. Ooh, I'm excited for that one. I know. It'll no be name fun. drops yet. No, 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 no. Um, it's especially nice looking back on it because that person actually ghosted me. Imagine that. I put it out into the world. I tell our guest about this Rishta. I read out the profile. And this dude has the audacity of ghosting me. Oh, wow. I know. I'm I know. sorry. I know I should have ghosted first. That's my instinct. Is it an ego thing? It definitely is. Because it's like, excuse me. I'm giving you a chance. What oh, are no. you bringing to the table? Because I know what I'm bringing. You mostly, mo- most of these guys just bring their mom to the table. You, know? you can't bring your mom to the table, guys. Yeah. If, if there's any, I don't know if any guys listen to this. I'm genuinely not sure what our demographics are. I need to go back and check. But if you are a man or, you know, if you're a girl who knows men that are going through the Rishta process, tell them, for God's sake, do not take your mom on a date, even if it's on Zoom. Don't take your mom. Don't take your sister. Don't take your sister-in-law. Don't take your brother. I've had to deal with all of those. And I've wanted to yeet myself off the planet on every single one. Uh, I do that too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought I had it bad. Yeah. Um, uh, how, how's it going for you? I mean, no Zoom Rishta, so... <laughs> little bit better um no i think like okay so time for me isn't real so i don't know what happened i also think like i selectively <laughs> i don't like you're telling me like what did we do i don't know <laughs> I don't. oh you went to um you went to the safe socially distanced immersive van gogh that was really oh my god! I was so emo. Can we talk about how beautiful that it whole experience so is? So gorgeous! Oh. It was so gorgeous. Um oh my god! So I wanted to talk about it because I didn't like get to talk about that with somebody, but like, I think I was like, eight really moved because like, I went and I didn't know what it would be like, but the mm-hmm. entire team had just done such a good job of the entire like the entire production. Mm-hmm. Um, the soundtrack amazing. Oh. absolutely insane um i'm pretty like, sure i cried at one point yeah i'm, I'm pretty not sure. to sound like a crybaby but i am a crybaby no so. but like i think to know what the what the artists went through in their lifetime and just like van gogh shorty do you know your impact i wish he did but like what was really amazing was like the first i had heard of van gogh i like remember it being in grade six mm-hmm. i was in like miss aslam's grade six class um and i sucked at art like i'm not gonna lie art is not my forte i can't do a circle um but like our teacher introduced uh, van gogh to us when we were gonna start like paintings mm-hmm. um whatever that unit was and i just remember being so moved by starry night because yeah. it was just it's such a stunning painting it is um it and is. then I have had this habit since the beginning of just going down rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I found out about Starry Night, I obviously had to go find out everything about the artist, you know, what they went through. And it's just, like, since grade six, that's been such a visceral, like, me- that's, like that's imprinted in my mm-hmm. mind. So, I think it was kind of like a coming home of sorts when I went to that exhibit. Yeah. And, like, just sitting in class and seeing it. And then, like, seeing it just portrayed in this larger than life manner yes and it was just it felt so whole i hope i can see it in person one day inshallah um but yeah no i just wow you mean the starry night 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but then I also like like his other pieces too. Yes. Yeah. Um, the sunflowers. Oh, they're so beautiful. I stayed three times during the first time I could catch the sunflowers. Oh my god. Uh, oh god. It was, yeah, I think um, it was definitely when I saw it, I remember it was one of just the most amazing experiences for me. And I remember at one point I was just like, I went to watch it alone and I was sitting on the floor just, you know, surrounded by strangers. And- but I felt like I was in the art and the yeah. soundtrack just like moved me to tears and I'm just sitting there like crying to myself. you saw it in Paris. I did. Ooh. I did. And it was just like my brain was just like making all these little connections. I think the first um, the first Van Gogh painting I saw was here at the AGO. They were doing a special exhibit and it was uh, it wasn't the Starry Night. It was the other one that, which is like the Starry Night on this the Seine. The, yeah, how's yeah, the river? Yeah. What is what is it called? Um, it's called S E I N E. Oh, I don't like know how, how to pronounce, pronounce that? Yeah. Sen. Sen. Yeah. Um. So the first Van Gogh <laughs> Imagine painting. Imagine I, I pronounced saw, that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first Van Gogh painting I saw was the Starry Night on the Seine, and so you know I just earlier in the day I'd been at the Seine and I was in Paris and just kind of like. It was very, it was very much an overwhelming moment, and I think not something that I'm going to forget very easily. Aww. Yay for art! Yes, for keeping us sane. Absolutely, I think I loved that. That's something we didn't plan this conversation out beforehand. Well, not all of it, right? And this piece particularly, I don't think we did. But I love that. That's something we always come back to, and that's something that grounds very much the podcast itself too. Yeah. Because our at love the core of, of the it arts. is, yeah, the arts. And then a lot of it is, you know, and particularly as it relates to South Asians or Desi or Pakistani people. So, um, oh, I'm happy. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, what else did I, uh, did we do in quarantine? I, okay. I, I personally, I don't think I cooked. I was mostly a sous chef sometimes to my sister. That was really fun. Mm. I learned new recipes. What's something cool that you made? Oh my God. Like ramen, but we like, um, made Ichiraku's ramen from Naruto because like you wanted to match it perfectly so that that's was really cute. fun that's um, cute Huna, have you watched Naruto no I'm well, just pretending like I know what you're talking about <laughs> uh what, what did you watch as a kid Barbie I watched that too it's called duality uh I watched Barbie and I watched Courage the Cowardly Dog like I never got into anime or like yeah, I watched Courage the Cowardly Dog too. Yeah, but then I just like stopped there. You know, uh, you should. I mean, Naruto's really long, but you should, you should get into some anime. I'm, I watched Death Note mm. when it was on Netflix, um, and I really enjoyed it. I've been meaning to watch uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender because everybody keeps telling me to watch it. It's so. the best show ever. Okay, yeah, yeah, so that's that's on the list. Yeah. I named my cactus after one of the characters. Aww. Uh, yeah, the cactus has uh, sadly passed. Um, oh. But I will miss you, Zuko. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, what else? Uh, what else did I do? Apart from, like, have existential crises daily. Hmm. And honestly, I don't know. Like, I know that we're, ch- we're sitting here, we're chatting, and we're having a good time. Oh, wait, you have something to say. I went hiking. That's Ooh. one thing. Like, I love hiking. I never thought I'd be that person, you know. Uh, but 
I, I Wait, you've been my... hiking before, right? Yeah, yeah, but like I hiked a lot during. Ah, yeah, okay. You know, there was nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah. But hiking is so much fun. It is. It is. It's not a thing that they see families do often, though. I feel like it's com- almost like camping. Like there's not a lot of Daisy families that get into these kinds of things. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say this is. It's interesting because this conversation so far, I feel like, is very light. It's us just kind of having fun. But I feel like most of quarantine was a lot of just, like, tears. A lot of melancholy. A lot of heartache, yeah. too, because... Do you know, like, how many streams I have on SoundCloud for Yakin by Atifasla? <laughs> <laughs> like, dil but I don't know who Tum is. There's just no I feel because there is there's this like immense sense of loss, right? Yeah, there's not just of people because we one, there have been a lot of people, a lot of high profile people that were in the public eye that died during this mm-hmm. year. Um and I think And I think a lot of people is, went through personal loss as well. Yeah, yeah. A lot of personal losses, a lot of high profile losses, but also loss just in the sense of for me, I think it's been just of like my life in general. Like I miss my life, man. Mm-hmm. I'm a very, very extroverted, very outgoing person, yeah. you know? Like I'm the type of person that anytime I'm at home, my parents are always complaining about the fact that even though I live at home, I'm never there. I'm out There's... every single day doing something. I have plans. And to just be hit with this train wreck of... You can't go anywhere. You can't touch anyone. You can't hug anyone. It's just, I think, I think that was very that, difficult. that was really hard for me because, like, I'm a very, uh, like, I, I love physical affection. I love hugs. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, not being able to hug my friends was so hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, and even now, right? Like, even now, I yeah. think it's responsible to distance. And if you're not, um, I'm very much throwing shade at you and judging you. But I think especially if I were to tap into like the communities that we're both part of, there's an immense loss of communities. Yes. Like Juma isn't running yeah. still properly. And yeah. I feel so bad for, you know, that's a sense of community for certain people. Um, lots of community programs otherwise mm-hmm. not running. And I, apart from everything else that the pandemic has affected, um, I think while... It, I I think I don't think it's right to say that oh this was necessary to realize certain truths about about us because that's a a very privileged thing yeah. to say um and the people that this pandemic has affected it has affected them really badly yeah but I think one thing that we can see is a lot of the problems that people want to address we can mm-hmm. address now because perhaps a there's time for it or um there's just the sense of urgency. Yeah, right? I, well, because I think it's not that, you know, these problems um, didn't exist before. It's that they've been brought to light for people at such a scale that one, it's hard to ignore. And for people who weren't necessarily aware about them previously, right? Because if you think about a lot of issues that um, affect marginalized or underserved communities, people who have the privileges of you know not having to deal with public transit because you have a car mm. um or not having to think about childcare, right Child something like care, that children in um, schools i feel so bad for teachers that are working right now yes 
that have to go in school and teach and i think there's just um oh we need to talk about wage in general yes yeah because mm. think about who ha- who are the people who have to send their kids to school because they can't afford childcare a yeah. lot of the people who are working at minimum wage and work during their kids school hours right so i think it's a lot of things that people who otherwise wouldn't necessarily know about these things but now that they've been shut down or limited suddenly it's like in your yeah. face and you have to do something about it and many many important movements were highlighted that are still that we still need to talk about black lives matter um was a very important hashtag for yes, quite a bit yes i don't i hope it doesn't stay a hashtag i hope people do the work that needs to be done Absolutely. Um, and I think there's still protests going on right big. now, particularly after the verdict on uh, Breonna Taylor's death, right? Just, that was terrible. And that's the thing. So you don't upsetting. Have, that, and that's the thing. I think you don't have words. Well, especially as um, folks that aren't part of that community specifically, um, we think that we get a pass because we're this or because, you know, we're also people of color. And I know that's how the community feels mm-hmm. but there's so much education that we need to do in our own communities yes. and talk about anti-blackness that exists absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. and i think so this is something that um we're hoping to delve into with in much more detail in a later episode because i don't think it's doing a justice for us to just like exactly tap I it on the head was... and move on and and i want to talk about that people that's a lot of big companies you know mm-hmm. you post a black oh, square God. and that's it oh, You're, God. you've done your part and i think there were so many other movements as well that were highlighted during this time that were also very important to talk about and i want to get into them as well yeah um i'm i'm looking forward to doing i think a much much larger longer episode um on just kind of social justice issues that have been highlighted in the last few months um and maybe even delving into it with somebody that is an activist right um, we're still looking for somebody to have on for that episode. So if our listeners know of an activist that would be great for us to talk to, please uh, send us a DM, comment, whatever. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Who would you like to sit with us and talk about very, very important subjects? Because uh, I think all the little details need a nuanced perspective. All the topics need a nuanced perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can umbrella anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And doing that isn't... Um, I read something recently, so I don't know if you follow Blair Imani on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She's a historian from America. Um, she's black Muslim. And one thing she posted uh, that really just kind of resonated with me was... Uh, so she does these, like... Uh, she does a lot of educational things on Instagram, basically. So she does like, you know, she posts videos, just like text posts, lives, things like that. And in one of them, she was talking about how important it is to name things and be specific about what they are. And because the more you generalize, the more you're not doing justice to the mm-hmm. issue that you're talking about, right? So I think it, it, I would definitely like to kind of do specific episodes on xyz issues but kind of delving into whatever specific thing that we're talking about at the moment instead of doing like a general yeah no i completely agree i think it'd be very um it wouldn't do it justice and it wouldn't be fair 
Absolutely. To do umbrella episodes. What else? Um, there's just so much that needs to be done. Yeah. In all avenues. Part of my brain just feels broken. Like, I know this is a very... What do you call it? Like, a, I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like there's part of my brain that's just so dark about everything, right? That's just like, there is no point. Because the world is so beyond saving. It's just, you. I think there are feelings of, oh my God, this is going to implode on itself. Because yeah. Especially when you think about everything that's happening, right? So yeah. it's not just one issue in particular. You think about overall, you think about the environment, the fact that the planet is heating up so quickly. And then you think about... I know, that keeps like, you up at night. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you think about labor issues. You think about migration issues and the injustice that is rooted in all of these. And, and it's just like, oh! The, no, and that's the thing. I think when you do think about all of all of those issues especially during this time who are we keeping the world safe for right now right who are the people that are getting all these resources rich white men yeah <laughs> um but no i think at the end of the day class is something that needs to be discussed over and over and over and over again because mm-hmm. i know like a lot of in a lot of solidarity movements um whatever they may be there's thousands of movements every day uh, one thing that you can't ignore is like the intersection of class into everything absolutely and where privilege comes in oh yeah and that's something that we need to like talk about hundred thousand percent right um it's i think one thing so kind of looping back uh, into it i think what we're gonna kick the season off with is a lot of conversations with um people in the arts because yes. i think that's where our minds were at in the pandemic because i think going back to right that sense of loss and grief that you're going through you want to make exactly. yourself feel better I, just, I consumed so much media during yeah. all this time of various forms and i think um sometimes media helps a lot in understanding issues we were just talking about class privilege right mm-hmm. one thing one movie that was absolutely excellent that i recently got into watching like, that i watched during uh, in the last few months was parasite yes and parasite did a brilliant job mm-hmm. highlighting all of that yes and so well done it was so well done it was and my I think, first korean movie really yeah you didn't watch a train to busan i watched it after parasite oh wow Parasite just like sold me and I was like, okay, let's what was go. Keep, what was keeping you? Just no exposure to it. Oh. You know, my sister only watched dramas and they were all just, they all just had like rom-com time or like yeah. just very romantic stuff. No, I and I don't like watching that. I love foreign cinema so much just cause like I've, I've been trying to get more into um, foreign films in general just cause like I don't want my bubble to be just Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, I think beyond language, right? We're all humans at the end of the day, and the problems that someone faces here might be the same as someone across the world. Mm-hmm. I've heard Iranian movies are also really good. Really? Yeah, I've, they're on my list. Okay, maybe we should check that out together. Yeah. Do a whole episode on it. Yeah, like foreign <gasps> cinema. Yes. Also, yeah. Turkish dramas have really taken off. <laughs> my dad asked me to do an episode on Earth <laughs> Bro, maybe if I'd watched it. No, but like I want to watch it. It's just 
It's Dude. 500 episodes. Okay, but so is like God. I'm so excited for people to just kind of tune in yeah. to what we've created so far. Um, because one, I think it was a way for us to kind of come together and find some sort of solace. Solace. I was going to say like goodness, like something yeah. good. Positive. <laughs> in, in, in the midst Positivity. of just disease, I guess. I don't know. What did, what did people do during the Spanish flu, I wonder? I don't know. You, I just remembered what I was doing during pandemic. You're, you know how I like, conveniently forgot? I yeah. was doing another podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Bro, how was cheating on me? I was. But guys, you should check it out. It's actually really good. Yes. Um, do you want to do a little plug? Yeah, I was uh, serving as a co-host for Indigenous 150 Plus, a wonderful, wonderful series um, that had Canadian youth all over Canada, both Indigenous and non-Indigenous, um, participate in this uh, basically podcast training, like intense workshops. The workshops were really cool. They taught us how to make podcasts, um, but they were there were also like anti-racism workshops, um, uh, certain certain workshops included like indigenous history in canada and i think um i i personally learned so much and that we need to do so much work as non-indigenous people living on this land Mm -hmm. to understand our neighbors yeah Um, yeah and um i ended up creating four podcasts for this series um i interviewed some really cool people so if people want to check that out at indigenous 150 plus that'd be really cool Yay! I'm excited to listen to all of those. I mean, it's Roja. You know she's going to create good content. So um, I think that's going to be a fun time. Guys, I get shy when Hamna is nice to me. (laughs) You make it seem like I bully you all the time. Hey, do we want to talk about how we met again? Stop! We already talk about that in a bunch of episodes this season. You literally talk about it every single episode. Roja tells everyone. Yeah. I am embarrassed. (laughs) This is embarrassing. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm all talked out. I think I am too. Um, <sighs> I think that's about it for what we've got for today. We are very, very excited to be releasing this season for you to be tuning in, for you to tell us what you think. We're bringing to you Bollywood. We're bringing to you comedy. We're bringing like Canadian TV and Ooh. so much more. So thank you for joining us and we hope we'll see you or hear you or hear you hear you. us. They're going to hear us. Yeah, but like on Instagram or oh, comment wise. Facts, facts, facts. Okay. Anyways, we hope to have all your feedback for this season. Um, I really need to stop giggling. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in. This has been Roja. And this is Hamna. We'll catch you next time. In the meantime, give us a follow on our Instagram at afterthestorm.podcast. Let us know what you thought. Bye-bye.